What's up? Thank you for joining the Johnny Taco Show Origin Stories. Today we have Life Laid Down. You know, it's an awesome day when you get the invitation. So we're going to start off with the King's Invitation, one of the many songs that they have in store for us as we get down and get ready to worship. Origin. Origin. King's invitation, and I am inviting you to listen to our guest, Chris and Leslie from Life Laid Down. Hey guys, what's going on? Let's get this party going, shall we? All right. <laughs> so tell us a little something about yourself. I'm uh, Chris. 
And uh, I mean, I guess never mind. <laughs> okay, well, this is this is starting off real fun here. All right. Yeah, this, I, was, this I don't know. I, yeah. <laughs> I was about to get myself in trouble. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna let everybody wonder because I'm mean like that. What I was about to say. <laughs> Oh man, what an introduction. Uh, anyway. And you can look at Leslie just I I'm a little uncomfortable with what he was going to say. He censored himself out, so it must have been really bad. <laughs> She's worrying about her husband right now. Hey, listen, I've been up all night comping tracks. Yeah. Finishing finishing stuff for our EP and I have I slept two hours on the couch upstairs in my office and I'm going back up there to finish comping tracks. So leave me alone. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you what do you do on on the for the band, Chris? Um, anything I'm allowed to do. <laughs> he's everything. He's everything. He play. He does our. He's doing our production. He's um plays all of the instruments and gets things like that together. He's our sound guy. He's our he's our everything. <laughs> he's my everything. <laughs> the only thing I won't um, be doing this morning is talking without my foot in my mouth. Apparently. Hey, that's what husbands do. We insert foot <laughs> when we have con- when we have conversations as a couple. So, yeah. <laughs> does she pinch you when you do something bad? Because my wife does that, and she leaves like bruises like on my leg. She when we're sitting down, oh, uh, she might start. I think it'll give it a few more years. <laughs> <laughs> You're just giving me giving me some ideas. Not exactly. Uh, the ammunition. <laughs> I haven't thought about it hard enough yet. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, wait a minute, that's a thing. That's and, not about. So you can get away with that. <laughs> it, it, yeah, I think I think that's a, on the gray line. It's a gray area. It's it's on the line there. She does pinch me with her toes. Ow! I've been pinched. I've been pinched by my wife's toes, and yeah, yeah. You you, you would think her little nice dainty toes wouldn't hurt a fly, and it nope. tear my skin up pretty quick. <laughs> so. All right, enough of this. Let's get to Leslie. Introduce yourself. I'm Leslie, and uh, I sing for Life Laid Down. We were a married couple doing Life Laid Down. Um, so we, I guess a little bit of our, our music journey, um, we've both been doing music all of our life. So I've been on worship teams and uh, just done different things before we met. And then I, when we met, I was, we, sorry. Um, Hey, quit drinking coffee, man. You're messing her up. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead, Leslie. (laughs) When y'all met. Yeah, we met and on a worship team actually at a school of the spirit in Missouri. Um, I was new to Missouri. He'd been here a while and we met on that team and started talking about things of the Lord together and realized we were on the same page, which was huge. So we became friends and nothing more than friends for a while. And then she made that very clear. <laughs> <laughs> and the Lord spoke to us both um, individually. And so we were married pretty quick and we've been doing this journey together for almost six years now as a married couple. And we've been really pursuing the music side of things, um, professionally for, uh, 
seriously, maybe, maybe about two years. I'd say that's about right. Going for it. And we've had a lot of hangups, so we don't have a lot out yet, but we're making some progress finally. And we have some new music coming out this summer. So we're excited about that. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, um, growing up, uh, each one of y'all, um, where are y'all from? Where are y'all out of before we get to that part? Um, from like, where do we live now? Yeah. And Bolivar, Missouri, just out of spring outside of Springfield. Oh, okay. So you're all the way up there. All the way up here. Yeah. I think, I think we're about seven hours from Dallas. Yeah. That's, that's not long, you know, the power of the web, you know, in second. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so, exactly. but, uh, growing up, um, if one of y'all, I can ask this to Leslie growing up, uh, how, how was your life? Uh, what was it always around centered around church or was your family very religious, you know? That's an interesting question for me because I grew up in a blended family. Um, my parents were divorced when I was about two or three years old, very young. Um, and my mom was or is a, a spiritual person, loves the Lord. Uh, my dad is what I would call agnostic. Um, so he he's had times where he followed Jesus, but times where he didn't, and now he doesn't really know what he, what he wants or, <laughs> um, so I didn't grow up, um, in a religious home. I grew up with people doing the best they could with what they had. <laughs> I'm the oldest of seven kids total. Uh, five of those are at my dad's house and four of those are at my mom's house. The numbers don't add up because I have a sister, with, with both mom and dad. And then I have blended brother, half brothers and sisters. So big family in Mississippi. And I spent time traveling back and forth between the two families. And, uh, so my spiritual walk is really mostly personal between me and the Lord. And I, I could hear his voice from a young age. And I feel like, I feel like that was his grace for me because there was a lot of things in my life that probably would have took, taken me away from the heart of God if, if I didn't hear him so clearly, but I, he made himself known to me at a very young age and my mom supported that. And even if my dad didn't understand it, he tried. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, at least, you know, they were divided, but they were there for you. You know, that, and that's the way parents should be. You know, unfortunately, we live in a world where divorce is kind of uh, like changing your, your shirt, you know, unfortunately, because people tend to not follow God's God's law and, and the relationship of God, because without God, your your, your marriage would, would fall because there's mm -hmm. so much temptation out there. But uh, so, so you took on that personal journey to have that relationship with God at a young age, you know, um, it wasn't from your background and family and all that. And the support was awesome. You know, they go, yeah, you know, I don't understand why you want to go to church, but Hey, we'll just, we'll, we'll support you. You can go to church when you, when you want to, you know, it gives me three hours of alone. Right. <laughs> so, uh, you know, that's how I thought, you know, my mom, when I wanted to go to Royal Rangers, which is like, um, uh, Cub Scouts for, for Christians. 
And she goes, well, mm-hmm. go out. You know, I'll have five hours or six hours away from you making your crying noises and stuff like that. Just go. But uh, but really, you know, it's awesome. <laughs> um, it's awesome to to hear that, that you you have taken that on your own your own path without actually having anybody else follow because God was speaking to you directly and said, Leslie, come walk with me. I want to show you the the true love of what God has for you. So that's awesome. You have the, around the same story there, Chris? Mm, no, it's pretty different, really. Same, but different. I, we, um, <clears throat> both of my parents are, um, Christians. And so I grew up in a home with, you know, Christian influence and we went to church most of the time. And sometimes we didn't, you know, weren't decided on a church or whatever, but it's not all about that. Um, so the foundational support structure for, you know, a belief in God was there, but what's interesting is, uh, kind of the area that I grew up in, in California, there was a lot of, you know, call it progressive thought or whatever you want to say. And so, um, my own questioning and grappling for answers, uh, you know, not, it's not just California, but the people that I was around, uh, they, you know, asked a lot of questions about existence and, you know, life and the meaning of life and all these things. So, then at a very young age, like early teens, um, I was working through these answers and these questions and, you know, just shaking it out to find the answer for myself to say, um, this is why I believe what I believe. This is why I'm following God and just giving me that resolve. That's just a, a, was a personal, became a personal conviction to, I guess, seek his truth through all the, different suggestions as to, you know, where I might want to look or need to go or whatever. So, um, it was kind of trial by fire, at least for a young teenager. Cause I was hanging out with a lot of college students and stuff at the time, like my brother's friends, cause I, my brother and I played a lot of music together. So we actually ended up hanging out a lot when, um, when he was in college. Um, so it was kind of a blessing, you know, really to, to ask those questions at such a young age and kind of get a foundation that I've carried with me. Um, it's been good. <laughs> so you, you lived around a lot of pro- progressive uh, people, like you said, and, and it's hard because it's so much easier to live on, on the world and actually face, you know, with, with, the way you can touch, smell, taste, and all that. And it's easy to get fallen into the influence of what the world is having. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I had a recent talk with a with a friend of mine, my producer, and I'm and I'm saying is the the strongest thing to show is your faith with God because you, you cannot taste them, you cannot feel them, you can't, you know, you can't touch them. Uh but you, you do your journey through faith and that, that shows a more perseverance than, than actually living the way the world lives because mm-hmm. it shows that you are strong in your, in your faith and your, and your understanding of the unknown. Uh, 
because God is so much more than what than what the world is, and that's why the world is so. Um, they they want they want to push um, the feeling of God away because they 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 need to see it because we live in a world where there's a electronics you know I can see you right in my mm-hmm. eyes I see you you're real I hope you're real this mm-hmm. could be AI <laughs> we could be in the matrix but you know and I can I can touch my phone you know I can well my phone disappears but um, you know I can touch my phone I can do this it's so much easier to do that but uh, the greatest of all men lead by faith. And, and y'all, y'all are parents, right? Um, yeah. yeah. So, so do you, um, you know, do you give, uh, your values of Christianity to your children? Do you show them the ways or, you know, because I know that both of y'all had, um, different upbringings. Mm-hmm. Um, do you pretty much just, um, install the values of what a good Christian person is supposed to be? Yes. So we, we lead worship at our church. That's our full-time job. So we're pastor worship pastors, um, in addition to worship artists. So our lifestyle is all about our walk with Jesus. And so with our kids, I, we have five, um, and our, our older, our oldest ones are, also doing things in the church. Sometimes my, our oldest boy, he's doing music, but he's not doing Christian music, but it's, it's heavily influenced by his faith walk. And our daughter is working, um, in the area of, she's going to be moving to Korea and doing bio-linguistics and stuff like that. And so she's been walking out her faith in, in, um, her own way. And so I brought both of them up both of the older two up in church and, and we were always there when the doors were open. And now we have three younger ones too. And all they know is church. all they know is church. We're here early in the morning. They know the music and, and so we're going to work. Are oh, you going to church? Okay. Can I come too? Yeah. <laughs> um, so that, that's our lifestyle. Um, just a, a, a a walk, you know, it's really important to walk the walk and not just, you talk know, every talk. day. Yeah. Not, not just, not just say you do when you're in a church building, but it's not, it's not even about church. It's about what do you do in your daily life? It's about how do you, how do you wake up in the morning? What is your attitude every day? What do you, how do you love your kids? Well, and the things you say, do they line up with the things that you do? Because that's really the things that's going to take them from, hearing what mom and dad say to mimicking what they do. Yeah. And also your, your worship team, you know, your worship pastors, uh, you also have to have a certain type of statement you have to live. You have to live at a certain level because you're not only, uh, educating your children, but you're also showing the congregation or people that are surrounding, Hey, you know, this is this is how we live. This is this is who we are. You know, if you falter a little bit, you're going to knock some people off saying, hey, you know, they're not very Christian, you know, but but an actual Christian will understand that 
their brother, their sister in Christ is going to make mistakes. And you, and just like when that man asked Jesus, how many times can I forgive someone? You know, seven times you go, no, seven times, seven million. You know, I don't recall. I know the scripture. I just don't recall word by word. (laughs) And, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, so I paraphrase it. I paraphrase everything. If if you know me, you get to know me. I paraphrase everything. So, but, but, uh, but yeah, I can, I can understand that because I hold a type of value, you know, as well because of my ministry, um, that there is a certain way we have to, we have to show ourselves, but, but Mm -hmm. also we have to be ourselves as well. So there's Mm -hmm. a, there has to be a balance. There has to be a balance in the false. (laughs) And and one of the things that I was, um, uh, thinking about the other day, I guess with a little more intention is just, you know, eventually our kids, it's not that we're, you know, I don't feel like we're going to try and tell them how to think and what they should believe. But I feel like I want, I want them to have what I had when I want them to have the foundation of knowing um, why they believe what they believe. And so when they make, you know, when the, when the questions come of like, is God real or, you know, is he good or is this all made up or whatever, any of those questions that the world throws at them, they have the foundation to make the choice on a heart level and on a level that bears out in a reality for their lives. Not like, Oh, well, my dad told me this, or I read it in a book or it's the right thing to think and say, but like just living out the example of daily, like, uh, seeing God move and seeing people's lives changed and, Mm -hmm. and just, you know, cause God is very real and very tangible, but like you say, you can't, you know, reach, reach him with your senses necessarily, you know, um, Unless you're open to it. <laughs> so, yeah. but I guess, um, so I don't know, I guess all I, I say all that, um, to say that, uh, it's, it's my prayer that, that when they come to a point where their faith is challenged with questions that they, they feel confident in what they, what they believe in and they feel, um, feel like, you know, understand that the choice is theirs and that they, you know, to, to connect with God. And cause I feel like if you can embrace that choice and it's not just something somebody told you, you know, I'm doing the right thing. Cause I don't want to get spanked by the God of the cosmos or whatever. Like, uh, you know, there's staying power in that, that relationship. It's a choice on a heart level. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and it's so awesome that you say relationship because you can give them the core values. You know, it's, it's awesome to have the foundation of what the Bible has for uh, living a life of happiness and purity. But you also have to let them know that it's a relationship, too. It's mm-hmm. not just because uh, if you throw someone laws all the time, laws, laws, laws at a job, you have you have rules, 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 rules. What's going to happen? The person is either going to hate their job and just work there for 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 hating. And you don't see the happiness or the joy or even the 100 percent that they give or they just quit. Uh, you have to, um, you have to have a relationship. You know, a yeah. father like like 
and and having a relationship with Jesus is like having a relationship with your father. Um, you have to you have to learn how to walk and, and enjoy, but still know that you do something bad, you know, you're going to be, you're going to have to have consequences, but you have to know it's out of love. It's not because of hate. It's out of love. It's out of protection. It's out of, it's out of making sure that you're going to be that person that Jesus wants you to be. And you want to live like Jesus and, you know, nobody can be perfect as Jesus. We can all, that's what we strive for every day. You know, we wake up and say, hey, the the person's dead from yesterday. I'm a new creation. I keep going up. I keep striving. And that's what you have to, to give to your children or, or to someone who is a new Christian, someone who is who's interested in being a Christian. And that's that's how you, you reach out to them. Hey, I love you. Uh, you know, but you're, you're doing this wrong because you're supposed to love the person, hate to sin. So if you have a, uh, someone like, um, my question is, if someone who is fighting with homosexuality comes to your church, you know, do you, you know, you offer them in, like you welcome them in like a brother or sister who they are. Right. But you have to let them know, Hey, I am not going to, I'm not going to bend the Bible's rules. Um, because, uh, you know, I'm not going to bend what the Bible says because I have to cater to your feelings. You know, I still love you. You can come to church. You can learn. But that is that is that what your church represents? The core values or is it more a progressive church? Sorry, I'm asking the deep question. <laughs> no, that's good. I think that we are our. Our. Um, I wouldn't say it's necessarily progressive. I think that we, we stick to, we stick to truth. And the thing that we have to remember is that truth is a person and truth is Jesus. And so when we seek the kingdom first, he will teach us how to love people the way that they need to be loved. So that they are drawn into the arms of Jesus. It's never about it, It's there's always this sin on the surface but there's always something deeper. There's a reason why that sin is there. And if you just hit them over the head with your rules and your consequences, that's not showing them necessarily the love of Jesus. Instead, you go for the heart of the matter. Like, where is it that you aren't loved in such a way that this is a result? And yeah, well, and the other thing to remember too is like, don't forget that, you know, you made a mistake yesterday, five minutes ago, whatever, like, we have our blind spots and shortcomings. I mean, I know I do. (laughs) I'm going, man, I've, you know, got to pull it together in this area or whatever. And it's not, you know, a performance or whatever. It's just an awareness that, like you said, um, kind of saying that basically saying like his new mercies are new every morning. It's just grabbing hold of that newness and that encouragement and hope that you have in every moment to, to make progress and get out of the things that are, you know, hurting you or, um, you know, maybe not making you feel like a a whole person, you know? And I think that's, if you lead people into, um, into relationship with Jesus and he'll help you become a whole person and, uh, heal those heart wounds and stuff that, you know, cause us to do, do things that are really out of pain, you know, but you have to see 
those things in truth first for what they are. Oh, wait, I'm doing this actually not because it's what's, you know, maybe best for me, but I'm doing it because I'm bitter about, you know, this thing that happened in the past or whatever. And, um, so, so, but just pointing people to Jesus, like he is his job turn on. He is the light. So it's his job to illuminate, illuminate that for people. And, um, you know, but again, that happens in relationship. And so that's not because they walked into, you know, say our church and, um, we said this. And because I said, you know, it's, it's, again, it's the relationship is where the staying power is as, as things are in flux and circumstances change and situations or whatever, um, relationship remains through all of that. So, so I was going to say that that's, this is a great example of what it looks like to, to crucify the flesh and to be like Jesus. We are called to, to pick up our cross and crucify the flesh so that we can be more like Jesus. And our job as worship leaders and just as, as people of Christ are to live in such a way where it draws people into his presence, where we love him so much, that relationship is there so much that we are willing to lay down anything to be close to him. And that is what's going to cause people to give up homosexuality, give up their drugs, give up um, pornography, give up all of the things that are going to take us away and breach that relationship. So it's not about what the sin is. Sin is sin. Mm -hmm. So it's about what is going to, what is going to be the foundation of the love that we have that would cause us to lay down our life. Like Jesus laid down his life to crucify our flesh so that we can be one with the one who loves us. And that is intimacy and that is relationship. And that is the way that we are called to walk. And that's what we want to live out in our life. You know what? I, I, I got goose pimples just hearing you talk about that. It's like, yeah, that <laughs> that is dead on. That is spot on. And and we are not here to to belittle or or to hurt other people because hurt people hurt people. And mm-hmm. and it happens at church. It happens at a job. It happens walking down the street. Uh, we're we're here to help people get closer to Jesus. And you're right. That relationship with Jesus can change a person overnight because they feel that presence and they, they welcomed him into their, their hearts. And, and it just, it's a beautiful thing when you see it. And I've seen it so many times being a, um, a man of God, um, seeing people transform. I transform myself too. And I know that, that, um, Chris is transformed. Leslie is transformed because we are renewed every day in God's honor. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, we're not, we're not promised tomorrow, but, right. but when we wake up, we, we just, we're just up and we're thanking the Lord for giving us another day to, to prove how how awesome he is to to go out and to uh, flourish, you know, and to add more people to the to the body. You know what? We could keep talking about this all day, but I want to talk about life laid down. Um, who are your musical influences? It could be secular, it could be Christian. You know, everybody has a mixture of music. Yeah, we're definitely definitely worship artists to the core, <laughs> um, and we're as as songwriters. We do go to what draws us in and what what affects the hearts of the people around us, and that's what we want to be like as an influence. And so, right now in our music, 
also as worship leaders at a, at a church, we want to, we want to bring things that are going to be in that lane of reaching the people in the congregation, reaching the masses versus like, um, just Christian music radio and which is a great genre, but our worship genre, we want the, the goal is that people will take our music and take it into their churches too, and bring the hearts into the intimacy and effect on a heart level. And so some of the influences, one of my favorites is, uh, Kim Walker Smith is one of my favorites. Um, and I guess we've been told by some of the playlist curators that, King's invitation reminds them of Jesus culture, which is like, okay, I get that. Um, one of my new favorites is harvest Bashta. It's just like a uh, heart stuff. I just really enjoy even some of the masses like Bethel music and elevation worship or some, some really great stuff is coming out of that and tapping into that lane is just a really beautiful thing. Um, we, one of our heartbeats for music is to get to truth and bring truth to people and not, you know, it's not all about just making you feel good. It's about causing repentance. It's about, um, getting into the throne room and soaking in the presence of God. Um, so those are some of the main, there's, there's secular influences too, like, uh, but the the main thing that we're going for now is just being influenced in the way that we want to influence. So okay. listening to the music. Awesome. That awesome. Awesome. Uh, what we're going to do is we're going to listen to Heaven's Kiss uh, to show also to keep keep it going and, and to show how how great of a, of a duel you are. And this is really, you know, God's work pushing through that gift that y'all give us. So here is. Heaven's Kiss by Life Lay Down.
right, we're back with Life Laid Down. We have Chris and Leslie Davis. Davis is an awesome name. My my real last name is Ingle, which is not very common, but Davis just just shoots out celebrity. It's so easy. <laughs> my maiden name is not that. What, what's your maiden name? Oh, get ready. It's Gwaltney. Gwaltney? Is that yeah. um Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Is that it. English? Close. No. It's Same continent. Uh, Dutch. Wales. Wales? Okay. Well, <laughs> Dutch is the new Wales, so yeah. That's that's the whole thing. But that uh, the song we played was Heaven's Kiss. And, you know, we like to seal the deal with a kiss, but we're still going. We're still going strong in this interview because I I really, really enjoy talking to Chris and Leslie. And it's it's always a breath of fresh air when you talk to two Christians and and you just talk about the Lord and just keep going. And and I know my wife is going to be calling and say, hey, you're overdue. Uh, You're supposed to call and let me know that you're done with the interview i'm like i'm sorry when christians are talking no i wouldn't say that you never say that to your wife you're like yes ma'am yes ma'am whatever you like and i know chris knows chris knows he knows so uh how did this song come along did y'all pray on it um what what is this song about heaven's kiss yes oh goodness this this song is one of my heartstrings and what it came from is several things that culminated together into one concept. And it's from the perspective of Mary having this baby that she's realizing is the king of the world. Like he is God. And so what does a human woman feel when she's looking at this baby that she loves as her child um, and just processing through, he's the one who saves me. You know, but right now he's relying on me and I am, I am trusted to take care of the King of Kings. And, and when we wrote this song, we had just had our baby Rafa and he's eight, almost eight months now. And so I'm sitting here looking at my baby and processing, wow, um, what must Mary have felt in the moment of holding this baby um, that he would ultimately be the one that held her, that he would die for her, that he would save her. And she is no different than you and me. She is just as human as we are. Yeah. And so being put in that place, it, it's kind of from that perspective of processing that and realizing the humility that Jesus has to be God but be born as a human, cared for by humans, needing to be taught to to walk, to talk, to do life as a, as a, as a person, just like we are yet. He's God. He's the creator. And to be in that place for God to say, I want to know what it was like, what it's really like to be like my creation. So he comes back as the created. And you know, that, that right there, you know, if, if I was the father, you know, say, say to speak, you know, God is the father of Jesus. But, you know, okay, all right. So if I was a woman, which I'm not, biologically not, uh, and, I, and I gave birth to God in flesh, uh, you know, Jesus Christ, 
I don't know what I would do. You know, she was such a strong woman in herself to take on that role that, that God had for her. And, and just to know that he is going to go have to go through the crucif- crucifixion and has to go through all this and to be hurt and to be like bat- battered and beaten. And she was still there. She was still by his side. She, you know, she loved him. Um, it, it just shows the perseverance of a woman, of a mother and child, you know, that, that us men probably couldn't comprehend at, at all, you know, and, <laughs> and that's why there's a significant difference between a man and a woman. You know, mm-hmm. we, we have a, we have a different way of nurturing, you know, uh, you know, wrestling around and, you know, just, um, teaching them some bad habits, <laughs> uh, you know, dad humor, dad jokes, you know, uh, things like that. Uh, exactly. but, but a woman's love for their child is, is unmatched. And to, to see that Mary had that journey with Jesus, you know, that, that right there is like the most honorable thing that I can never, ever even comprehend. So it's, mm-hmm. it's powerful. It, it is. It's a. It was a powerful moment in in history through that time, and um, it's a it's a very empowering moment for women because it just shows there there's a difference between you know women of of power and 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 empowerment of women. You know, there's um, you know to me. A woman, a powerful woman is is a mother, is a nurturer uh, that takes care of her family, that takes care of the household, that that goes out there and and just shows, you know, what God had made her to be, mm-hmm. you know, um, which which unfortunately I think is is lacking in today's society, um, mm-hmm. you know. But a man, a man too, you know, uh, uh, it's it's lacking in society for how a man should be. And the way he should treat his wife, his girlfriend, his sister, you know, and we're lacking in that. And Mm -hmm. I feel that there's going to be a revolution, a a Christian revolution that's going to come back and 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 just come over there and and just redirect the the children back to Jesus and show them, hey, you are a you are a child of God. So you are a champion. You are. Awesome. You, 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 you were made in, in his image. So just be happy who, you know, who you are, because you know that, that God loves you. You don't have to worry about any, what anybody else says. You don't have to go on. You don't have to go on YouTube. You don't have to even ask Johnny tacos. Hey, what do you think about this shirt? You know, I, it's not my favorite shirt, but Hey, if it's you, you know, wear, wear that shirt proudly, you know, right. thing, things like that. You know, you know, that, that God loves you and that Jesus died on that cross. To, mm-hmm. to rip open the veil so you can go to the kingdom. You know that in your heart and all that, everything else would be gravy. You know, people are the kids still saying it all everything's gravy? You know, no. Oh, I they're really saying all kinds my of age. things. <laughs> they're I, saying I'm, all kinds of things. You know, yeah, actually, I was in a conversation with, um, <laughs> let's see, I'm trying to think. How, how, anyway, he's probably, 16 or 17 at the time. 
um, my, my friend's, my son's friend and, or my friend's son, whatever. <laughs> it's one and, of those. Uh, anyway, we were, I was having a conversation with him and he's like, man, he's like, I don't even know. I can't, I can't keep up. He was like, I heard some 11 year olds talking in the library or something the other day. And they were saying stuff. I didn't even understand. He was like, it just moves so fast. He goes, he was like, he was like, man, I just, yeah, it just moves so fast that they, they can't even keep, keep up. I don't know what to say. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's, they're, they're creating new languages and I'm like, oh. they are. Yeah, and, and I I don't and I don't understand, and I'm like, man, babble all over again. I'm 46. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 46 years old, and I'm thinking uh, Groovy is still good, and that's funny. And I get told, Dad, uh, Groovy has been gone since the 80s. You know, you 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 got to get up with the with the progress, and I'm like, okay, then what's some of the progress? And people like to use the word cringe all the time. I'm like. Okay, that's so that's so cringe instead of weird or or gross or something. It's cringe. So, and then yeah, I'm sorry. No, no, go ahead. Talk, talk. Well, I was just thinking about how you were talking about identity and in all of this, and um, one of the things about you know how processing the humility of our, our God that would come back as a human. Um, I'm also thinking about the grace that that shows because he, God never expected Mary and Joseph to be perfect parents. Uh-huh. <laughs> and he never expected perfection from them. And it was grace from the get go because Jesus was expect Jesus was the perfect. He was the spotless lamb, but he was raised by imperfect humans. And that's just, um, I don't know. I just wanted to to point that out too, because his grace covers so much that, that imperfect moms and dads, because Mary was not a perfect person. She was just a faithful one. Yeah. And And it's not about being perfect. It's about being faithful. Yeah. Amen. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And, and I was just thinking, you know, because Jesus used to go on his own and go to tabernacles and and teach when he was a kid, and Mary's like, "Where's that boy now?" <laughs> he yelling out, "Jesus, Jesus!" And you know, oh, he's over there at the. And then, then finally, she goes, "Okay, he's going to do his thing," you know. And but mm-hmm. um, you know, he he's because he he was always there teaching, and mm-hmm. that's just awesome to hear to hear the perfect perfect man that that was on earth just started teaching at a young age and and just like you said imperfect um imperfect uh mother and father because david um was one he was upset yeah yeah he was not perfect there was there was a time when um i guess uh if if i can remember when he upset, uh, didn't he doubt that she was pregnant by God? Uh, I, I'm trying to remember. I don't Joseph. know if I got Yeah, Joseph, Joseph, not David, Joseph, Joseph. Oh, yeah. Jo- well, he, he did doubt and um, an angel visited him and told him, hey, this is this. Not, we don't always get to get those visitations. He, but this was such an important moment that God didn't want him to miss it. So he sent that angel, you know? Well, and I mean, how could you not in, in just a, 
yeah. from a human yeah. perspective, mm-hmm. you know, here on earth, like, how could you not ask the question? Like, um, I just don't know. Like for real, I- I'm not sure. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah. And, and it's, and, and it's right because we're human, you know, well, we always question and, and, and then like, we have to test each spirit too. So, I, sometimes I wish an angel would come down here and just talk to me. I, I would love to talk to an angel. You know, mm-hmm. maybe not the possible. maybe not the big eye with the wings flying around like described <laughs> in the Bible. That, that would uh, that would scare me. Yeah, I think they all even if every every encounter in Scripture they were afraid. Yeah. So I mean, maybe you know, when I know people who've seen angels, I know people who've had encounters. Um, I've had my own encounters. And so those things are definitely possible. It's just a matter of asking the Lord for that encounter and then being obedient to what he says to do and in pursuit of his heart that he gives you the encounters that we see. Cause he puts those, he puts all the desires that we have inside of us, you know? So if he puts a desire there, then he must want to meet it, you know? Yeah, definitely. And I, I had a dream and I put in like four different little small parts in the podcast. And it was my walk with Jesus at, at, um, as a dream. And what I'm doing now is I'm writing it down and then I'm going to find scripture and, and cause there's scripture in between any of the, of the dreams. Cause I've seen it. Like I've seen fo- the, the word, uh, the number 40, which, you know, 40, you know, 40 days, 40 nights. And, mm-hmm. you know, there's so much in, in the word, in the number 40, I keep saying mm-hmm. word 40. Well, I guess if you spell it out, it's a word, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah. And, and my, teaching pastor at my church uh, he's going to go over and help me find the right scriptures for it and maybe i can make it into a um you know a sermon because i really think that dream was not just for me it's for everybody else and that's similar to what you do as worship uh leaders as as musicians is that you you write down the word that you dreamed about like the heaven's kiss and then you you perform it and like hey i can't just bottle this up this is important you know this is not just for me even though it's beautiful it's beautiful but you're supposed to share you're supposed to pour your cup your cup runneth over you pour it into somebody else's cup Mm -hmm. You you give people oil you know Yes. So. And where does that oil come from? You know, this is something the Lord has really been, really been talking to me about in the last few months is, is where our, where the oil even comes from. It's like he said, he who, he who dwells in the secret place abides in the shadow of the almighty. And that's Psalm 91 one. And so when you get under his wing, that's his shadow, his shadow, you know, the covering that if you look at the, at the context and go back to the Hebrew and the Greek, the word kanaf is the word for wing in that scripture, which means a covering. So it's specifically talking about the covering of his garment, the covering of his wing. So when we get up under it, we are so protected like a mother hen protects her chicks. And the Lord says the oil comes from being under my wing. Because the more that you stay inside of me, the more you get filled with the oil. And I didn't even know, and maybe I should know because maybe it's a human thing to know, but I didn't know that when, um, that birds 
their feathers actually have oils in them. And Chris was telling me about, you know, the chickens, when they go out, they take dust baths to, to, um, help with the oil. There's so much oil in their wings. And I was like, Oh, wow. So that's where the anointing comes from. You don't just go, I mean, God can anoint whoever he wants to at any time by pouring his oil out, but the oils from the deep, the places of the deep where worship really comes from is from being in the secret place because the secret place is where we get our cup filled, our well filled. And it's not filled with water. It's filled with oil. Yeah. And, and, uh, jokes is uh, here, here's a joke because that's why chickens taste so good is because they're oily <laughs> and, and, I, and and then when uh because it, it was on my mind you're talking about chickens and being oil and i'm like kfc i'm getting hungry so getting hungry it's lunchtime yeah, yeah it's lunchtime so but uh but you are you're right you know under the wing it's a protection you know the the, the baby birds um the birds um protect their young by you know protecting them under the wing and that's what we need is the protection of god the armor of god and you know we can we can overcome anything Mm -hmm. and the intimacy of it i mean who do you let come lay on your chest and uh hear your heartbeat who do you who do you bring into you uh your baby and your spouse Uh and that's it that's the only people that get to be right there so that shows the intimacy of our father, only your child as a baby, even my adult child is not going to come lay on my chest. Yeah. That'd my baby, be weird, mom. That'd be weird. Yeah. Mom. <laughs> but my baby gets his, he gets his nourishment from me. Yeah. He, he knows my heartbeat. He knows the sound of my voice. He knows the feel of my skin because I am his sustenance. Amen. And and our spouse, we, we know each other intimately. We know each other's skin. We know, you know, there's an intimacy there that only is shared between a husband and a wife or a mother and a child or a father and a child. And that is the intimacy portrayed by what God the Father has for us. That's what, that's what he's saying in the Psalms, in Psalm 91, is that is the kind of intimacy. And it's over and over again in the scripture, of course. Amen. Amen. Uh, we're getting close to the end of the show. Uh, if you want to learn more about Life Laid Down, you can go to www.lifelaydown.com or just hit Life Laid Down on the Googles, if you have the Googles. Um, there, the Google. There's music, uh, there's videos. Y'all look so happy in your videos. I, I was looking at your website here. It's like, <laughs> there's one where you're you are looking out and like very, very uh, distinguished, like, like, so serious and then you got one where you are just smiling like enjoying so uh if you see the one the picture you pull up and they look like they're looking uh a beyond in a in a more dramatic look then you're on the right website so um also you can get their their music there's a podcast event store if you want to help support uh the band which is, is is awesome every band needs uh some kind of financial support to keep going because a lot of times Christian Christian uh, performers or anything really do it out of their own pockets and it, and it becomes expensive uh, myself and in, included, you know, this equipment wasn't cheap, you know, and exactly. <laughs> so, but um, just go over there, listen to some music. Um, 
you can listen to Heaven's Kiss, um, like like you heard earlier. You can go on there um, on Spotify too, right? Are you on any? Oh of yes, these? we're we're on all the streaming platforms: YouTube, uh, Spotify, Apple Music, all of them. It's all, it's there on all of them. And just stay tuned because you know if you love their music right now, what you heard, there's new music coming. So it's going to be an awesome time to hear some new music from Chris and Leslie. And you see their their real heart for the Lord and their love for the Lord in every verse. And it just gets you excited. It's it's the kind of worship music, uh, praise music, because, you know, you got two different. You got praise music where you're just screaming out with a joyful noise. And then you got the worship one where it's just you and your intimate walk with God and your and your dance with God, um, which is which is both awesome. You know, you, you are really very talented. Uh, the Lord has really gifted you and you are really using your gifts according to what God wanted you to do. Um and also, you know, if you want to get on the Facebook, as the old people say, the Facebook, when you get older, you start using the, you know, have you seen, have you seen the, uh, the show or have you seen the Facebook? Have you seen what the people are saying on the Facebook? You know, if you want to go on uh, Facebook to see them, it's also under, uh, life laid down. You know, they're really awesome, uh, husband and wife duo and uh i'm just excited about seeing more of the future with y'all and you know um and and there's more and hopefully if you're in the dallas fort worth area and just let me know so i can uh, come out and chill with y'all and and enjoy uh great music Um, so make it happen happen. you're all the way in in misery i call it misery but it's missouri missouri Missouri. it's actually very beautiful (laughs) well don't tell tell everybody it's like yeah you don't want to bring everybody over there we got people coming over here yeah (laughs) yeah yeah because uh waxahachie's no kidding (laughs) my taxes in waxahachie texas is it's growing because there's so many more people coming from California because mm-hmm. they're not happy with the way California is being governed. So they're mm-hmm. coming to Texas. They're coming to Arkansas. They're coming to a, uh, a lot of the, the, the red areas and, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's boosting up the tax, which, you know, I'm, I'm all for making new friends, you know, but calm down. I don't need all friends like a flood. You know, I keep saying flood flood is the word of the day. If you say flood on um, twisted glitter, you get one shirt half off. You buy one shirt, you get one half off. So use the word flood when you order the Johnny taco show t-shirt origin stories. Or So, so just go over and say, Hey flood. And then my beautiful wife who owns twisted glitter would say, uh, where Texas hasn't seen a flood in a couple of years and should be, uh, should be weirded out right now. But you know what? This is pre, this is going to be pre recorded. So she will be, she will be known that the word is flood. So, so yeah, use the word flood and, uh, you'll get one shirt half off. So it's awesome. Awesome deal. All right. I want to thank all the new listeners, the ones who happen to stumble upon thinking the Johnny taco show 
That sounds like a show from Food Network. I get to learn some awesome <laughs> recipes from from Johnny and uh, and his guest, and uh, it's going to be awesome. Uh, but I, the one thing I have I, I I have to disappoint. I cannot tell people how to cook, um, but there is good news. There's always good news on the Johnny Taco Show. You get edification from Jesus Christ through the testimonies of my lovely guest or my constant babbling. So you did not come here by mistake. God has sent you a GPS coordination to my uh, podcast and to learn something that maybe Chris had said or Leslie has said, or even what I have said, you know, half of the times I forget what I say. So I have to what listen to my shows a couple more times, but, uh, <laughs> But you are welcome. You're welcome here. Just if you like this and you want to hear more and listen to more of the interviews, please hit like, share, subscribe, or whatever you do on any of the many platforms that I'm on. Also, uh, go on Facebook uh, for upcoming um, interviews that are that are really there, I guess. Uh, that's the words to say, really there. So uh, with all the diehard listeners, the listeners who listen to me and like stuff on my social media and ask me to do stuff, you are the sour cream of this Taco Supreme. And without you, I would be just be talking to myself on the wall. And that would give proper, proper ammunition for my wife to finally lock me up forever but uh without you you know it, it's it's just been a tremendous tremendous um season of love coming from the uh the street taco team out there and if you want to be a street taco team member uh just uh feel free to send an email to the johnny tacos at tacocast.com and i'll set you up uh with what you need to be a member of the street team so uh look forward to that uh look forward we also have uh d-rock coming up soon d-rock is a hip-hop christian artist so looking forward to that thank you uh chris and leslie for being on the show it's awesome uh can't wait to listen to some more music i got it loaded on the playlist here so uh, thank you (laughs) well god bless y'all and um i'll I'll talk to y'all soon Bless you. Thank you for the time. It's fun. All right. Another time with the new music. Maybe we'll get a, we'll get an updated uh, interview. All right, guys. Well, y'all have a great weekend and don't forget to, to tell someone that you haven't talked to in forever that you love them and that God loves them and just keep going because, you know, we won the war. We just have to celebrate. So, uh, God bless you. God keep you. And don't have yourself a good day. No good sir and good mom. Have yourself a great day. We'll talk to you soon. Bye.